Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Man, what a bummer it is to be part of the Highland Park Country Club, you know, a North Shore suburb of Chicago. I know, I know, I'm bummed for you. Uh, apparently, they had a partnership with the nonprofit Alliance for Human Services, and the organizers had planned to place participants into situations where they would have to make tough choices about not having enough resources. Participants in this immersive experience will begin to experience what a month in poverty feels like. Participants are put into situations in which they don't have enough resources and are forced to make difficult choices that can negatively impact them and their families. The outcome is hoped to have uh, bring increased awareness of the need for resources to support those living in poverty, to create a more resilient health, human, and education sector, and participation was to be free. Uh, they wanted you to register, but the participation was free, and they were all ready to you know, make it happen. And the city manager said, Hey, programs like this one are developed and presented by social service professionals and are intended to bridge the gap. And cause that's what you want. You want the hoity toits to be able to realize <laughs> what it's like, uh, you know, uh, to have a month of poverty. Don't you? Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, they canceled the event. I know, I'm bummed for them as well because I really would like to have all the, you know, members of the Highland Park Country Club to know what it's like to spend a month in poverty. Wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, just, we live in amazing times. We most definitely live in amazing times. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> What did I do with that jet? I, I just, I don't know what I did with that jet. So if you have an idea of what happened to the F-35 stealth fighter jet that disappeared over North Charleston, South Carolina this weekend, uh, could you call 843-963-3600 and let them know? Because there's no concrete evidence of a crash. Uh, that thing could still be flying around for all we know. Uh, it could be on autopilot. The pilot ejected and the jet could just be up there flying around. <laughs> that is amazing. So now we've got an $80 million jet just flying around the globe because why? I'm not, we don't even know why the pilot ejected. We don't know what was wrong with the F-35. Uh, you know, the mishap, but, uh, the base defense operations center and South Carolina were like, yeah, Hey, we're, we're looking to locate it. So, you know, if you got, if you have any ideas or, you know, you've seen it, how about you call us and let us know? That'd be, that'd be nice. Wow. I mean, again, we live in amazing times, $80 million, uh, for an F-35 stealth fighter. And we don't know where it's at. We just know that the pilot ejected and we don't know anything after that. Could you give us a hand, please, and let us know? If there isn't, uh, there isn't an air tag, 
there isn't a low jack there isn't uh any kind of tracking device a satellite tracking device on this f-35 wow uh okay all right fine uh no problem i doubt if the if the autopilot was on did it just fly out over the ocean and crash maybe but you'd think that our satellites and our tracking devices would know that wouldn't you I mean, is there another Bermuda Triangle? Was it flying in that direction? The pilot ejected. We have not, I've not read anything uh, interviewed about the pilot. Like, was it hacked? Did the pilot, is it possible that it was hacked? And the pilot said, hey, there's a problem. I've got to eject, put it on autopilot, and then off it went. I don't know. It's just a weird, weird story. So if you have any idea where the F-35 fighter jet is, uh, call 843-963-3600, which is Joint Base Charleston, and let them know that you have seen and know where the F-35 is. Now, don't call if you don't have any information. That would just be wrong. I mean, it's not the first time that planes have just disappeared. Not too long ago, we had another plane flying over the actual Bermuda Triangle after leaving a Florida airport. Uh, it's just missing. Yeah, we don't know where it is. Uh, we no, yeah, it's just missing. Don't worry about it. Never mind. And then there's a Bermuda Triangle on land in Nevada that they claim more than 2,000 planes have crashed there. So there's that. And then in 2003, a Boeing 727 just uh, disappeared. Yeah, it's just it's gone. It uh, took off uh, out of Angola. And then uh, just disappeared. And no trace of the aircraft has since been found. So, I, you know, I guess, you know what? Planes do disappear. Except that those planes that we're talking about, and I don't know what ex- the exact planes were over the Nevada desert Bermuda Triangle, but those other planes were not $80 million military jets. So, just a tad bit of difference in the price now you know what i i get it we don't want to lose any airplanes but you know i would say that 80 million dollar f-35 fighter jet moves to the top of the list of airplanes you don't want to lose another thing that was weird in this story is that okay so the fighter jet and his wingman another jet was flying and the f-35 fighter jet uh pilot ejected and put the plane on autopilot now he was found and transported to a hospital and the wingman the other plane landed (laughs) so i mean he didn't just follow the plane on autopilot like i'm tell you what uh, my buddy just ejected uh i'm gonna go ahead and follow the plane that's on autopilot to see what happens now i'm just gonna turn this thing around i'm gonna go land i don't know what happened to the plane it started heading off into the horizon and i was like ah just let it go. I got to go back to the base. <laughs> oh, man, we live. I told you, we live in amazing times. Okay, for those of you that follow me on social media, uh, X at JeffyJFR, Instagram and Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. I posted last night uh, a question hypothesized from another social media account that said, at the airport, you grab the wrong luggage. What do you do? And the photograph is a suitcase full of cash. Now, let's go to class, sit down, put your pencils down. I told you this is an easy answer, what you do, okay? First, 
you check for any kind of location devices. In fact, I would say wherever you go, don't go to when you realize that you have the wrong luggage. Immediately take the cash out of the suitcase that it's in. Check for any kind of tracking devices in the money. And then, uh, you know, find a new place to stash the cash. However, uh, you can do that. And then it would still, that leads to uh, big problems down the road. Because people know that who took the luggage from footage at the TSA. We just caught a guy, uh, you know, a TSA worker, uh, deep pocketing people's wallets while it's going through the conveyor belt. So there's plenty of cameras. You don't want that to happen. So here's what you do. Get back to the hotel. And you realize, oh my gosh, I've got the wrong luggage. Here is a suitcase full of cash. So, what to do? Well, you the Jeff Fisher plan, the chewing the fat plan. This is what you do. You take half of the money and put it in a separate bag that's yours. You close up the luggage and you take the luggage back to the airport. <laughs> and you say, hey, I found this I took the wrong luggage by mistake. You can check the footage. Here it is. I took the wrong luggage and it had cash in it. And I don't know where it came from. It's not mine. Take it off my hands. Okay. I'm turning it back in. So now you've covered your bases. You've returned the luggage on film at the airport. You have shown, make them find the footage of you taking the wrong suitcase, the wrong piece of luggage, wherever it was taken from, and you've returned it with cash in it. Now you're good. So whatever amount you have deep pocketed, it's all yours. Okay. So I don't know how many times I have to tell you to do this, but that's just the way it's done. Okay. You don't have to worry about anything after that because you've returned it. You're on camera returning it. You're on camera taking it by accident. You're saying, you're bringing it back saying, hey, I'm sorry, there's cash in this. It's not my, it's not my bag. I want to turn it back in. So because whosoever bag it is needs their money. I care about them for sure. Now, then you're, you're good. Do whatever paperwork you have to do and you can walk away and just know that uh, you know you've got a you've got a bag full of cash uh, back at the house and make sure you don't buy anything extravagant use it to you know buy groceries use it to put gas in your car use it to buy the new pair of shoes uh, pay all your bills through your bank account like you always have and always do but you use the cash to buy little things so that you're not overdoing it and showing how extravagant you've become with the pile of cash that you you know took from the luggage there okay we good all right now let's <laughs> you could you can put your pencils down now all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately <laughs> Oh, wow. Apparently, the jet has been found. Uh, it's been found by a show called Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed just tweeted or X'd 
Uh, remember to use the promo code PAT to get free shipping. Hashtag missing F35. Hashtag F35. So he's put it up on eBay right now, an F35 stealth fighter jet uh, for $80 million plus $5.50 shipping. Uh, delivery would be uh, before the end of the week and uh, the condition is used. It doesn't say as is. <laughs> <laughs> on the ebay slip it doesn't say as is it does say used so i mean as is i mean you're missing the you're missing this front seat uh you're missing the top of the plane because <laughs> the pilot ejected right so you don't have a seat you don't have a cover uh man and they still want 80 million for this i would offer them something cheaper than that on the pet ground leashed ebay page but you know whatever it seems a little overpriced but maybe it's just me wait you don't think that's real oh okay well one thing that is real is national cheeseburger day and that is today for those of you listening live today is monday september 18th 2023 and it is national cheeseburger day so go have a cheeseburger and celebrate okay i know that some fast food places are offering deals on their cheeseburgers but you gotta enjoy it it's not you can't just walk into the store anymore and say hey give me a deal on a cheeseburger because it's national cheeseburger day oh what yeah wendy's is offering a one cent cheeseburger but you have to get it through their app Okay, uh, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, and other fast food chains are offering uh, deals for National Cheeseburger Day. Wendy's has announced that it's selling. Oh, that's the one, one of the one cent, but they're doing that for uh, four days. So uh, they're going to be selling the famous Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers for one cent today through the twenty second. But you must order the item through the Wendy's app to get the deal. Uh, McDonald's just today is discounting the double cheeseburger sandwich to 50 cents through the mobile app for a limited one burger per customer. Kind of chintzy. And Burger King will give a free cheeseburger to any member of its Royal Perks Rewards program who makes a purchase of a dollar or more. So you get a free cheeseburger if you're part of the Royal Perks program. But you got to purchase something for a dollar or more. All right. And fans of Burger Fi, a chain based in Florida, and I must say, I don't believe I've ever eaten at Burger Fi, uh, you can treat yourselves to the signature double cheeseburger at Burger Fi for just $3 <laughs> with a purchase of the brand's freestyle beverage so it's not they're celebrating national cheeseburger day at burger five which i'm sure their cheeseburgers are great and it's only going to cost you three bucks plus a drink their freestyle beverage that doesn't seem like such a great deal but hey when you walk into a restaurant today say hey it's national cheeseburger day what do you got for me or be sure to check out all the apps to your favorite restaurants and see what they're kind of deal they're giving for you on national cheeseburger day okay so remember when i told you i was having problems with the way uh hbo i'm sorry max 
paused as I was watching shows on Max. So you'd pause it and you'd go do something or you'd talk about something that happened in the show and then you'd push play again and it doesn't start right back up where it's at. It takes you back to the beginning of the stupid show. Or at least for sure it takes you back to where the last time you paused it, I think. But most of the time it takes you back to the beginning of the show. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched something on Max now where, where it's done that, where I've paused it like that. But I got an email, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can email the show anytime, uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com from Mark. And he said uh, that uh, he and his wife were watching House of the Dragon and he paused it the other night to talk about something that just happened. That's what people do. And uh, it said then he went to push play and bam, right back to the beginning. Agonizing. Thank you. I'm, it is agonizing, Mark. Now, uh, I know it's first world problems, but it's still agonizing. Now, I, according to Mark, he's only noticed the issue while watching it through Roku. And I will say, uh, I was watching it through Roku as well. This TV was, uh, I think all my TVs are now through Roku. Uh, no, this one up here, no, the one I'm looking at. Anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Most of the TVs I'm watching through Roku. And so that could be a Roku issue uh, with how it deals with Pause on Max. But I don't have that issue uh, with other apps through Roku, although sometimes I will say I do have an issue on Prime through Roku. So maybe it is. Maybe it is an issue with Roku on these apps. But whatever the issue is, fix it! We're sitting in our living rooms, pausing to talk about a show you're airing, and then we have to go all the way back to the beginning and then spend another 30 or 40 seconds fast-forwarding to the place that we were. And it's just completely unacceptable. <laughs> uh, unacceptable that we have to live our lives in such a way. Maybe that's one of the things that they were going to do in Highland Park at the uh, Highland Park Country Club to make have with their poverty simulation. <laughs> okay, so today's poverty simulation is you're watching a show on, uh, through your Roku on your TV on one of the apps that you're paying for uh, out of your money and you pause it and when you push play again it goes all the way back to the beginning of the show instead of resuming where you had paused it. Man, if that's not poverty simulation... I don't know what is. Now, we all know that things are getting tough everywhere. I was looking at the list of the most expensive cities to live in in 2023. And uh, so this uh, index by Julius Baer, a Swiss money manager, evaluates the cost of 20 items associated with the high-end cosmopolitan lifestyle premium residential property, luxury cars, business class flights, and extravagant dinners. And they're also talking about, you know, uh, wine and whiskey, hospitality services, as demand for travel and entertainment surges uh, post-pandemic. The cost of goods and services like hotel suites and flights and fine dining have risen. Have they? <laughs> so, you know, so is everything else, Julius 
Uh, welcome to the party, okay? So this is largely thanks to higher energy, uh, raw materials, and staffing costs, compounded by inflation, supply chain disruptions, and currency fluctuations. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough times for everyone there, Julius. So the most expensive city is Singapore. Then we get to Shanghai, Hong Kong, London. New York is fifth. Wow, New York jumped from 11th to 5th most expensive city. Uh, Miami saw the largest increase in living costs over the past year, climbing from 18th to 10th. And uh, Dubai rose from 14th to 7th. And Jakarta went from 19th to 12th. Oh no, Jakarta is starting to struggle a little bit. I know, Jakarta's all the way down there now. To uh, you got uh, Manila, Barcelona, Mumbai, Sydney, Milan, Tokyo, Zurich, Paris, Jakarta, uh, Bangkok, Miami, Sao Paulo, uh, Taipei, Dubai, Monaco, New York, London, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Singapore. So those are the most expensive cities globally to live in. So I know, good luck, because it's not tough anywhere else around the world just there so country music singer marina morris 33 no, she's not dead. This isn't a who died today. But she is quitting country music because, according to uh, Ms. Morris, uh, it's burning itself down, thanks in part to Trump years. She declared that she is no longer a country music singer this week. Uh, her newest album, The Bridge, which, of course, we have to promote every time we talk about quitting country music. Hey, I'm part of the Nashville edition of Columbia Records and my new album, The Bridge. But I'm no longer part of country music, okay? Uh, rather, she says she's leaving because what she views as country music industry's unwillingness to honestly reckon with its history of racism and misogyny and to open its gates to more women and queer people and people of color. Yeah, so there. How about you? Have you benefited from being a white woman? Well, yes, yes, she has. But that doesn't matter, okay? She said that uh, she's claimed that because she was a female, uh, she's scrutinized more than her male peer, Arya. Uh, she also says she's been an asker of questions and a status quo challenger just by being a woman. Is that right? <laughs> Uh, okay all right calm down there morning i know you were born in arlington texas but calm down so after the trump years people's biases were on full display it just revealed who people really were and that they were proud to be misogynistic and racist and homophobic and transphobic all these things were being celebrated and it was weirdly dovetailing with this hyper masculine branch of country music I call it butt rock. <laughs> Do you? Is that what you call it, Maureen? Butt rock? Uh, she doesn't think of herself as a political artist. Of course not. No. I just wrote songs about real life through the lens of deep respect for my country heroes. Oh, really? Yeah. But when you start to see cracks, uh, you know, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. I know. I've said that forever. 
Once you see it, you see it. Once you're in it, you're in it. That's a Jeff Fisher quote. I'm with you on that. So in her new music video, The Tree, homes have signs in the front yard that read, go woke, go broke, and don't treat... That's got to be don't tread on me. That's got to be spelled wrong. There's a sign that says, don't treat on me. (laughs) I've never seen that one. I have seen don't tread on me. (laughs) Someone up against uh, Dairy Queen. Yeah, don't treat on me. <laughs> uh, she is uh, you know, unhappy with uh, songs like uh, Try That in a Small Town from Jason Aldean. She's also been in a fight with Jason's wife uh, where Jason's wife, Brittany, questioned the legitimacy of transgender surgeries and treatment for children. Morris called Brittany a scumbag human and an insurrection Barbie. Yeah, but we're the ones that have a problem, right? We're the ones that are show our biases on full display. That's not you by any means, is it? No, of course not, Marin Morris. No, it's that's us that's a problem, not you. So anyway, you can dry your eyes. Uh, she was, uh, she's going to be leaving country music. So I know it's a sad day. It's a sad, sad day. It's also a sad day. Uh, Jan Wenner, uh, over the weekend, the co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine was removed from the rock and roll hall of fame's board, which he also co-founded in an interview with the New York times. The outlet asked why Wenner only interviewed white male artists for his new book called the masters Hugh bastard he said uh, Joni Mitchell uh, didn't meet the test <laughs> yeah uh, Joni Mitchell didn't meet the test to have deep convos about rock and roll and that Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield didn't articulate at that level <laughs> now he's apologizing and said, yeah, uh, I didn't mean to diminish their contributions, genius and impact of black and female artists. I just you know, said what I said. So he's out. Have a nice day. <laughs> Maybe that's why his book was called The Bastards, eh, Jan? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Marin Morris has a thing. Oh, wait, that's rock and roll. That's not country. Never mind. I mean, I guess we all need inclusion training. Right, I guess that's what we have to do. Remember uh, NASCAR driver uh, Noah Gragson? Uh, he liked a George Floyd meme on Instagram. And by that, uh, we can't have that. So he was suspended because he liked a George Floyd meme on Instagram. Yeah. Well, he has now uh, completed his diversity and inclusion training with NASCAR's partner, Rise adding that the group uh, recommended his reinstatement, restoring his member privileges. RISE describes itself as a national nonprofit that educates and empowers the sports community to eliminate racial discrimination, champion social justice, and improve race relations. That is a good gig right there. I mean, holy cow. You want to talk about somebody that's milking the system? I mean, helping the system. Uh, that's Rise, uh, a national nonprofit that educates and empowers the sports community to eliminate racial discrimination, champion social justice, and improve race relations. Now, remember, he took to social media and he thanked NASCAR for giving him a second chance and he. 
uh, you know, expressed his sincere gratitude. And he said, I've dedicated myself to personal growth and reflection. And I believe I have become a better person because of it. Uh, I couldn't have done it without the support of my family and the NASCAR industry. And of course, Rise, because they've taught me I can't like a meme on social media. So when you think to yourself, hey, should I like a meme on social media? Uh, you need to think again. And maybe you should go to uh, diversity training because that will help you remember, no, I shouldn't like a meme on social media. So congratulations to Noah. He's back. He's back racing and he's all happy and he's going to be more focused and committed than ever to representing a future team in the best way possible. And he's ready to get back behind the wheel and compete at the highest level, <laughs> giving it all on the track. Cause he could have done that after he liked that meme on Instagram, that could not have happened. So he had to get through rise and their diversity trading, uh, before he could get back on the, on the tracks. Whew. Did I mention that we live in amazing times because we live in amazing times. And I get it. I know I say never bend the knee, but I get it. I mean, he's, we're talking about millions of dollars and this guy liked a meme. And so he took the heat for liking a meme. His team was like, of course, we're happy that he took full responsibility. Well, yeah, he took full responsibility and said, yeah, I got it. Uh, no problem. I liked the meme. Sorry. Uh, then they, you know, they suspended him and he went through the rise program so he could get back on the track and continue to earn a living in his job. I, it's a tough decision. Uh, I, I, it's a tough decision not to bend the knee because if he doesn't bend the knee there, he's gone, right? He's never racing again, or at least for a long, long time. So his livelihood and how he provides for his family is over. So man, that's a tough, that's a tough one to do. But someone has to do it, though. Someone has to not bend the knee and stand up and take to the fight. And I, you know, I, you know, he certainly decided that bending the knee was the way to go. And you know, good. I don't, I don't dislike him for that. It's just weird that we have to go through all this BS and diversity and inclusion training because he liked a meme just uh just, uh did i mention amazing times yeah i think i did so if you're still being affected by the hacks of the mgm resorts in Las Vegas, because uh, apparently that is still ongoing. They haven't paid the uh, the hackers yet. I don't know why that hasn't taken place. We know that Caesars was hacked, paid them off, moved on. And so now MGM, I guess, is not going to pay them. But uh, the Hustler Club in Las Vegas, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, uh, rest in peace, Larry, uh, is offering uh, free luggage storage and airport pickup for people who are experiencing delays in check-ins, as well as a complimentary $1,200 Platinum VIP membership and lap dances. Uh, Brittany Rose, the general manager of the strip club, said she wants to take away some of the stress from customers and employees. Our tourists, our, our hearts go out 
to both the employees as well as the tourists who have been affected by this devastating event. As members of the hospitality industry, we decided to do our part to help improve the guest experience during their visit to Las Vegas, which will in turn alleviate the stress of the employees who are so diligently handling the situation. So if you are going to Vegas, I would say that uh, even if you aren't having issues... (laughs) If you aren't experiencing delays in check-ins, I would find a way to say that you are experiencing delays in check-ins so you get your free luggage storage and airport pickup plus your complimentary $1,200 Platinum VIP membership and lap dances at the Larry Flint's Hustler Club because why not? Pretty crazy football weekend this weekend. Uh, my Missouri Tigers won with a uh, closeout field goal, 61 yards by uh, Mavis, who has the longest field goal in SEC history. Fantastic. We beat Kansas State, 15th ranked Kansas State, by the way. And so we are now 3-0, and and I say we, as in the Missouri Tigers. Then we had Colorado come from behind win 43 to 35 double overtime win against Colorado State in the Rocky Mountain Showdown and uh, so Coach Prime is still uh, leading his Colorado Buffaloes to an undefeated season so far Uh, they've got Oregon and USC coming up I think that undefeated season is going to come to an end very soon but I also saw where you know the head coach of Colorado State had uh, knocked Deion Sanders for not taking off his sunglasses and his hat when he was talking to adults and uh, Dion used that as a you know as a as motivation for his team a little bit of motivation to go up against uh, Colorado State he also said that uh, yeah I sold 1.2 million dollars worth of my custom sunglasses on Friday <laughs> so keep talking bad about me Jay don't worry about it I'm just going to keep hawking my goods right here okay because I am Deion Sanders so I mean he brings uh he that guy is like a lightning rod man so he is definitely bringing the celebrities out for Colorado football I mean they were all there and every story talks about how all the rappers were there and the rock was there well the rock was there because he was he showed up on Friday to be on Pat McAfee's show because he was on uh, game day Saturday morning as their guest picker. So he stuck around. And then Friday night, he and McAfee were on uh, SmackDown for WWE. And then Saturday, uh, the Rocks just stayed in town for the uh, for the football game. So uh, I don't know. You know, the Rock has got stuff to hawk too. He's got, uh, he took kind of a beating over the Maui thing. He talked about it on McAfee a little bit about how what he should have said was this but he did it i was correct when i talked about this on uh, pat gray's show is that he did donate the millions and the money is going to the people so he just you know the the idea that he didn't donate cash and that he was using money just that was donated was completely false and so you know anyway he that's why he was there for the entire weekend he's just kind of laying the groundwork for hey i'm still the rock and uh, you're not and of course we still have the united nations uh, convening in this country in new york city starts today for those of you listening live the 18th of september the 78th u.n general assembly is convening in new york today 
about 150 world leaders. So be ready for the climate activists to be all around demanding the end of fossil fuels. I'm sure they'll be taking pictures with their iPhones. So uh, the irony just doesn't show for them. So it'll be unbelievably agonizing. And why we still have the UN here in the United States is beyond me. But we do. So just be ready for all the fun that that entails. I don't know if we're going to find out uh, anything from... uh, uh, Ford GM or Stellantis as they're still on strike um, we'll see if the UAW uh, dis- decides that they want to work out a deal I heard that Stellantis offered a 21% pay increase over four years and uh, you know they want like 40% plus they want to work a four day work week and they want their uh, retirement benefits left in full and I, I get some of their demands but 40 percent pay in, in boost in pay uh good luck with that but we'll see how that works out as well and then we've got to talk about uh I don't, we don't have time to get to all of these today but we have lauren bulbert uh getting felt up and vaped at a movie theater with beetlejuice uh, her new man i guess is uh you know a bar owner. Uh, we would still were hanging on to Susan uh, Gibson, uh, the Virginia uh, running uh, for uh, a seat with Chatterbait. <laughs> uh, we have the governor of South Dakota, Christy Nome, apparently in a years long uh, business affair. Yeah, business affair with Corey Lewandowski, the Trump uh, creepy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's okay, I guess. But, uh, you know, everything beauteous in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? We have uh, Russell Brand being accused of rape and sexual assault. We have the Burbank mayor in California confronted because he was at some drag queen show getting spanked. We got to get into all of these. I mean, it is just... I mentioned we live in amazing times, didn't I? Because we live in amazing times. Now I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna play some audio for you here that uh, you may cry because I did. Well, I, I don't want to say that. I, I welled up. I don't know that a tear actually dropped on my uh, on my cheek, but I did well up. Now it was sent to me via email, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, under the heading "You will cry too." And uh, anytime, that's like a dare. You know, I mean, somebody sends me an email that says that uh, you will cry too. Oh, yeah? No, I won't. And I'm going to click on the story. That's just the way it is. Now, the story is about a police officer who comforts a crying suicidal veteran who just wants a hug. And it's incredible because, you know, we give policemen so much, so much trouble uh, for what they do and how they react to things. But this particular story is, uh, this particular video clip is pretty amazing. You'll hear that it's a Connecticut state police officer and his name is Kyle. And uh, it just I'll just leave it at that. But uh, it's pretty, uh, so this, the officer sees the truck along the side of the road and he pulls up behind it. What's going on, boss? What's going on? Okay. All right. Hey, 
Well, I got you, man, all right? What branch you in? Army. Army? Yeah. All right, hey, my name's Kyle. All right, we'll help you out, all right, bud? I'm here with you. I'm here with you, all right? I'm going to start an ambulance wow. over here to us, okay? All right, bud? Hey, no, 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 hey. If I send you, it's, it's nothing on you, okay? Stand That's pretty sweet. All right? I did not know that. I will say that. Uh, if the officer sends the uh, person to the hospital with the ambulance, uh, they cover it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Uh, maybe the police officer will cover it. Maybe he'll work it out. But that was nice. Can we step out of the car, boss? Just so we can talk? You could call me boss. Yeah, come in front of your truck, bud. Starting an ambulance to the 6-8 off-ramp eastbound. I'm with a vet who's on the uh, suicide hotline. Hey, hey, hey. Everything on you? Okay, is everybody checking? Cool. Any deployments, bud? One. One. Oh, one. Tough time for everyone in your position, all right? Relax, though. Hey, I'm here with you, okay? And then he gives him a hug. Um, Amazing. So just remember that if you or someone you know is contemplating suicide, just call 988 for immediate help 24 7 and since the tear didn't drop specifically down my cheek it doesn't count as crying right right and you know watching it again makes me think that uh if the police officer pulls up behind you on the interstate man that would be a good way to get out of a ticket i know that's not what he's doing don't look at me like that i'm just saying it would be a good way to get out of a ticket so just i'm not saying do that just just now hit me that it sure would be a good way to get out of a ticket <laughs> all right stop it it was just a just a joke <laughs> Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.